halfway there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more deaf, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rolling at the kids, soiling undies with skids. Wondering if we fucked it up, can we still make the mic drop? Genexing, texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet, not yet. We're just halfway there. Halfway there. Hi, I'm Kim Gaynor. Hi, I'm Camilo Fantasia. Hi, I'm Jen Tear. And this is Halfway There, the podcast about the new middle age. How are you feeling? <laughs> End ASMR. Uh, now, oh, how is everybody? This is birthday week, Jen. Oh, yeah. It's my birthday, everybody. I'm even older and I feel it in you my bones. You didn't know this, but every year, Jen completely alters her persona on her birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. This year, I'm becoming a pervert like every year. Yeah, that but, was like scary sexy. Oh, you it was know like a fatal that. attraction. Yeah, but you know that there's money in this at ASMR. Like, this is what you is should there? be doing. Yeah. I feel like it's the trend is coming gone. Don't you guys think? Maybe because the new trend is farts in jars. I but- watched oh, really? them. Oh, that's disgusting. Come on now. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Hot, hot uh, TikTok women selling farts in jars. Uh, guys, I had a, I hope if I could describe Kim's face right now, it's literally it's like so gross. she's holding I, in barf. I hope everybody's got their safe room uh, prepared for the collapse of society, which is eminent. But right. do you think do you think that the farts and jars new economy isn't sort of a more healthy way for women to exercise like their I don't know autonomy, their no. sexiness. No, I think. It's Wait, really can you please instead of instead of like selling, you know, outright selling your body, which is nothing. There's nothing wrong with that, but can it's you more explain, dangerous. It's more Camilo. I, yes. I don't. I don't quite understand. Is it is it farts in jar ASMR, or is it like I'll send you my fart in a jar, like via you know mail? The latter, but I bet you there's a market for both. I, mean, I will, I will, um, you know, BOGO, buy one, fans. buy one jar with my farts in it, get a second one free. Okay, well, I have price. a question for you. Do you think OnlyFans is empowering for women? Because women do make a lot of money on it. And I just read a fascinating essay that I actually want us to talk about in a later episode where the the writer sort of connects the the explosion of OnlyFans. <laughs> explosion. <laughs> um, You're 12. You are. You you obviously just ordered a fart in a jar. You know. <laughs> did, you, did I tell you guys that my mom got Wait, me some girl. Beavis and Butthead socks? Oh, oh. no, they're so cute. Cute. 12-year-old. <laughs> okay, no, but seriously, do you think that OnlyFans is empowering for women? I well, I mean, women are doing so many different things on OnlyFans. It's a broad, it's a, it's a broad conversation. I think if they feel empowered, yeah. I mean, I think it's empowering to uh, set your own schedule, not have a boss, make money. That's true. To manage uh, a business. So yeah, I do. I, I don't think that, you know, of all the choices we're supposed to have, not using our sexuality for profit should be uh, eliminated. Right. 
why, why should that be an option that's not available to do with our sexuality? It's yours. And if you want to monetize it, that's yours. That that That's your prerogative. That's, um, you know, that's my opinion as a former burlesque dancer, sex worker adjacent person. Yeah. I am. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't have any negative association with it, but. But what I'm curious about is whether that sort of replaces more dangerous sex work. And that would be really good. Like if somebody is now able to make a living doing that rather than going outside and actually trying to meet men and having physical contact with them, which is inherently dangerous. So if that's like an option that replaces that, I think it's good. Uh, But I don't know if it replaces it or if it's just like an outgrowth. I don't think that's how it works. I mean, you know, I, I know what you mean. And I, I and I don't know. Like, I, 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 I know what you mean, but there's always going to be that market. And, um, you know, I, I know many women who are do who are who are doing that, who are doing sex work, sex for pay. Um, and I. I think that, you know, overall they would say I well, I'm doing what the fuck I want. Like it really doesn't matter, you know, how what you perceive my danger level as. But I do think there is like a hesitance or reticence to talk about uh the danger that could be involved because because for one, like I remember having this conversation with a friend and she we had met up and um, she was actually going to meet a client afterwards. And I said, be careful. And she snapped at me and she said, would you say that to anybody else going to a date? Wow. And and I said, I would, if uh, they didn't know this person, if they were going late at night and they were going to be alone and I would, you know? So but I, I think they always just kind of want to bring up the point that women go on dates all the time for 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 free and face all the all the same, you know, that's uh, true to a problems point, though, right? and dangers. But that's true to a point. I mean, the like it's, it's true to a very large degree. Statistically, actually. though, women have like prostitution is incredibly dangerous. It can be incredibly dangerous for women, especially like street prostitution. Really? But but, the, but but um, I think, you know, I would have to talk to I'd love to actually have a sex worker on and have these conversations because I think I have come a long way in being enlightened about it because the 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 narrative is is always that street prostitution is is you know dangerous and yeah it um, it's dangerous um, and sex trafficking but what we also should be talking about is relationships are dangerous most women are killed and hurt um, or murdered women who die every year, die at the hands of people that they're in relations with, mm-hmm. relationships with. And, that's die true. The and hands interestingly, of that's true. family members. Like so, there is a lot of domestic violence in same sex relationships too. It's that's oh, sure. Sure. That, that's not, not immune. It's yeah, not no. like, it's not completely, um, it's not just the domain of like heterosexual relationships, which I think is interesting. 
you know, you just don't think of it. There's something about like familiarity with another person, obviously with men and women, it's much more pronounced, but, um, but do you see the point that, I mean, I think I do see the point of the conversation because it's not just, it's huge violence against women perpetrated by family members, men in particular, and people they're in relationship is the bulk of all violence that happens to women, period. So to always be, you know, if you're a sex worker, to always be told you're doing something dangerous when you actually feeling like I'm taking more precautions than the the average woman, I'm tested more frequently for STDs, I'm taking more precautions, I make money. I kind of see why they want to shift that narrative a little bit, but it does yeah. a way that, yeah, of course, we, you know, let's have an open conversation about it. It will include that. Yeah. I'm sure there are dangerous situations a lot. That I, I don't know. Because, I, I, what? Go, go Camilo. You, no, no, I was just gonna say, I think just because I'm so um, probably overexposed to the world of free, uh, of uh, prostitution. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because I murdered so many prostitutes um, mm-hmm. um, and also we're supposed to say sex workers, but because I'm so okay. immersed in the world of, tr- of true crime, um, you, you, there's sort of like a narrative through line that uh, especially like a serial killer is going to seek out people maybe who won't be missed as much. And, you know, a lot of sex workers have a history of maybe being rejected by their families or not being in touch with their families frequently, not always, but so that there's this kind of sense that um, it's just more dangerous. Than but but your... statistically fee- uh, speaking, uh, serial killers are rare. Domestic yes. is common. Correct. No, the only point I'm making is that there's kind of like these narratives out there. So it, it kind of yeah, in, yeah. in your head, you sort of develop this like, we association all yeah that's, that's what we're all like, told yeah is inherently dangerous and, and 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 the conversation um you know i think a, another part of this um that sex, sex workers get really annoyed with is the conflation of sex trafficking always with with uh sex work and prostitution because it, it is not it's not synonymous um if you are choosing Um, as your profession to have the sex and you're keeping your money and you're doing what you want, that is not, that's not sex. That's not trafficking. That's not human trafficking. Yeah. Do you think most women, I mean, it would be interesting. I would be curious to have somebody on, I would be curious to have maybe somebody who no longer did it and somebody who was actively doing it. Cause I, I would be curious how somebody who's out of it now looks at it. Yeah, I, I would. I would, too. And I think that would probably I could foresee that getting contentious. If we could get people to have that discussion, honestly, I would love that. I would love to just sit and listen and, you know, yeah, just hear both sides of, of the issue. Yeah, it would be interesting. Also, I've never been on OnlyFans. Like I've only I've only heard about it, but I've yeah. never actually you I think you have to like subscribe to to navigate it. Right. Yeah, it's, like Patreon, Patreon, or, it's like Patreon. Yeah. Right. So I you're you need to start creating a profile later tonight and just get on there. 
On OnlyFans? Yeah, because yes. you've got to work that ASMR that you're Jen, you, It doesn't have to be oh. sexual in nature. People, oh, okay. you know, knit. They can tell bedtime stories. <laughs> How about complaining? Uh, what's am, what's a- amazing is they knit with their labia. But um, well, that I will subscribe to. Okay, I, I would probably spend. I would spend five dollars to see that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, can I do an OnlyFans <laughs> and it's called Only Complaints? It's just me complaining. I love that. Yeah. What your, what's your top complaint for the day? Oh, God. What is in it? I have so many complaints. I mean, Shantae, my boyfriend sometimes does a timer from when I come in. He's like, it's been three minutes before your first complaint. <laughs> so... I would have a lot of material on only complaints, <laughs> my only complaints page. Uh, what happens to us when we get older, folks? We truly become our parents. I think we just become the most extreme <laughs> version of ourselves, maybe. Yeah, that's I'm true. Thinking about it. Yeah, I think you're right. It's like whatever. Yeah, whatever characteristic you had, it just becomes more pronounced. Maybe. In some ways. Yeah, the most devastating thing I can say to Jim, or is it Pim now? <laughs> <laughs> to Pim is, oh God, you sound just like your dad. Ouch. Yeah, that's funny. Another year around the sun. One day I'll get. Thank you. It feels like the pandemic is never going to end. Another pandemic b- birthday. But hopefully this is the last of it. We'll see. Yeah. I remember um, when it felt kind of special because like, oh, I'm having a pandemic, you know, not good. Yeah. Wow, this is a thing. Now yeah. we've all had at least two. I know. I know. Um, hey, at least we're not like 22 and dying to go out to bars. We probably would be. Oh, God. I went to I told you guys I went to a bar on Thursday night Mm -hmm. and had drinks with people. And it felt like I felt like it felt like Paris in the 20s. Like it was magical, (laughs) even though we're in this like glorious mall called Kevin's. (laughs) Like, ooh, I feel like this is, you know, like I'm a flapper. Like, oh, gosh, people, alcohol, lights. I mean, I just was like, this is so glamorous. I really wish I had another nut ale. I wish I had a TGIF. I mean, Chili's (laughs) would have felt like the Ritz. Do you guys remember the Olive Garden Garden in um, Times Square? Yeah. <laughs> yes, vaguely. Just, just so I don't remember why I ended up there. I, I, I think I've been in there at least twice. <laughs> I, I each time it's like, what the hell? Like how uh-huh. I end up here? This is kind of amazing. How did this happen? I don't. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been. I don't think I ever stooped that low. No. But I went to the um, Bubba Gump in Times Square. Oh, God. Oh, that's pretty low, Camilo. <laughs> I think, I, I I think, think Olive Garden a, might be classier. I think I had like a, <laughs> a spicy shrimp thing that was actually kind of okay, if I recall. Oh. Yes. Nice. Did you walk around the corner so, and go to the Guy Fieri place? and get Oh, your- that's after my time. Oh, if damn. only. Yeah. Although he's turned out to be like an unsung hero of the pandemic. Yeah. He's a, he's a good guy, apparently. Really yeah. good guy. 
yeah, I'm going to go and have one of his blue, like <laughs> blue um, electric drinks and his like greasy fries and toast to him. Yeah. Do, one of the worst reviews in the New York Times. I've ever I was just read. going to say, do you yes. guys remember that review? Oh, you know, yeah. looking back on it, it it's I mean, OK. So the restaurant's bad, but it's not that it's the it's the utter contempt. It's the sneering condescension. It's the sneering right? contempt. When yeah. you go back and read that, it was just—it's just so the worst of like New York City. Like, how yeah. do you even attempt to bring yeah. here? You know, it's yeah. it's very shitty. I'm um, so torn. Perfection. Again, I'm yeah. thrilled that review exists because it's so <laughs> wildly entertaining. So, on the one hand, I don't want to—I don't want to like put a damper on you know that kind of bitchy reviewing which and yeah like this was this was one of my problems when i lived in new york vis-a-vis broadway in the theater is that uh who, who's the main ben brantley i think is i don't know if he's still the lead reviewer he just stepped down i think no okay yeah he's just he was let's just say overly generous and sometimes you wanted to be like this is a fucking turd ben like Call a turd a turd, you know? Yeah. And yeah, he very rarely would, but it would just have to be so bad. And it was just such cheerleading, which I understand theater is, you know, it, it, it doesn't hold the status of uh, of a chain restaurant in terms of tearing it down. It can actually ruin a show, right? And like affect oh, yeah. livelihood. I mean, the responsibility. Well, I yes. mean, the rest, listen, that review probably shut the restaurant down. I mean, I know. I doubt it. It It was along with the fact that the restaurant was not, you know, great probably, but, but yeah, there's a responsibility, you know, you can't just be this sneering asshole that wants to have your, you know, your moment that, that you're requoted and retweeted a million times because it's so hilarious and hilariously mean You've got crews and people who have been waiting their whole life for this moment. And, you know, so many people that rely on this work. It's very shitty to do that cavalierly. Yeah. But then it's just boring to read reviews that are sort of milk toast, like holding back the actual suckiness of it all. I really I'm really torn about this. I'll be honest, because in some ways, I think that we live in a time where everything is becoming more weirdly. Things are becoming more bland because people are afraid of online mobs kind of coming after them if they say the wrong thing or they review the wrong way. So I have really, I've got really mixed. I got, I have kind of mixed feelings about but it. What is, but what, what happens when the New York times is the mob, you know? I know. Well, that's, that's, I think that that's part of it is that people feel that as people feel increasingly powerless, they, they are, that's I think I'm, I'm not joking when I said it. it's like throwing pebbles at the Lord's, windows you know it's a way for the powerless to feel like they have a voice but they're not always wise i mean i think that's what's been revealing about the internet age is they're not necessarily wiser than the people in power not always they can be just as mean just as bullying just as bloodthirsty in in pursuit of what they perceive is justice 
you know? So it's, sure. I really have mixed feelings about it. Also but, too, but, there's, there's a phenomenon of like now reviewing people and their behavior. It's like that thing that we got sent about Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, romancing a, a PA on his show. Yeah, I had like, that a while ago. Oh, is that an email that I was supposed to receive? Yeah, it was another text thread. I'm sorry, we're such sluts. Oh, you know. Um, but we, someone wrote sluts. a medium post about like basically getting their heart broken by Jake Gyllenhaal. She all but alluded to, I mean, she didn't name him, but she did well, talk about his sister, Maggie. And okay. Kind of what a okay. Wait, but is, but is, she going to write an awesome song about getting her heart broken by Jake. I know. I was like, it wasn't Taylor Swift. It wasn't T Swift, <laughs> which it's like, if T Swift can't take him down, then nobody can. Right. Yeah. Um, but I was like, this is interesting. We're now reviewing personal interactions like, like their plays. Can I, I it is really interesting. And I don't want to, I don't want to drop this topic, but I want to go back because just while I'm thinking of it, because I think it was Pete Wells is the reviewer who reviewed the um, Guy Fieri restaurant, I believe. But I believe Ooh. he also did, did the incredible takedown of Per Se. So he doesn't reserve his biting barbs for sort of the everyman's restaurant. He also did that absolute skating, which did you read that one? No, you need to look up the review of per se, I believe by Pete Wells, because it is even more satisfying in that it is, it seems like a deserving. It is um, Pete Wells. Target. You are a Stan. You're a Pete Wells Stan. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. I'm looking at the review right now. Which one per se or, um, um, or uh, uh, the guy, guy here. Fieri. Um, okay. What was yeah. it called? It's called as not seen on TV. <laughs> Even the title is like, you know what Kim's talking about. But what was the name of the restaurant? I forgot. Um, Guy Fieri's like American, you know. Flavor Town. Flavor. Uh, yeah. No, I just made that up. Yeah, not, yeah. It's not Flavor Town. It's called Guy's American Kitchen and Bar. There we go. I, In I Times almost Square. got it. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't read the one about per se. It's a it's a must read, please. But wasn't per se? I mean, what well, is it still? Per, is per se still around? It was one of the top two most expensive yes. restaurants in the city for a while. And mm -hmm. yeah, it was in the in the highly time, highly ranked in the Time Warner Center. Yep, above yeah. the Whole Foods with the escalators. Yeah. God, I mean, look, I'm everybody that listens to this knows I'm bougie. Going down that escalator <laughs> and seeing the whole spread of Whole Foods before you as you descend. Oh man! Is there I'm ever a more magical experience in the city? I used to hang out there, like <laughs> in person. I mean, I've never been to Per Se. Well, none We're of us have. Whole Foods. Oh, Whole Foods. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yes, near the in Per Se. The, it was Time under Warner. the Per Se. Yes. yes. Uh huh. You, you. It was magical to you. <laughs> <laughs> the descent. Oh, you know, it's like it was, it's like Dante descending into like the gluttony level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of, of Dante's Inferno. Yeah. And then you hear all these voices and it's like, but I want the gluten free bread. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I am in hell. 
also their semaphore system of like checkout with the color coded checkouts was just magical. It was so organized and pleasing. Oh, wow. Yes, I do remember that. Um, I've never been to per se. Well, no, have no, any, not, none of us have. No, I mean, well, no. maybe Kim has. I haven't, but I, I'm trying to think there was another restaurant up there that not as expensive, but like across from per se that I've been to. What, what? How about Le Bernardine? Did it, has anybody been there? Mm-hmm. No. That no. Was one of those like super. Yeah. Restaurants. I don't think I ever went to one of the flagship restaurants you know, so New York's like what's the really well-known um, restaurants. Like, what's the one that just moved out of? Um, the B starts with a B. The Blue Oyster or the Blue? Mm. No, it Blue was, Water Grill. I've been there. Blue Water Grill. Yeah, that's it. Huh. I I never went there. Either I've been there it looked nice several times. It's one of those places like you take the parentals or something, right? Yeah, they're going to pay for it. Yeah. But but like you don't suggest per se because that's ridiculous, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's like that's like cruel to mom and dad. Yeah. Right. I think if I recall correctly in Pete Wells review, his somebody his or somebody's napkin falls on the floor and nobody picks it up. And he's like in a normal restaurant where you're not paying this kind of exorbitant price. Yeah. No big deal. Someone will pick it up. No, or no big deal. Oh, in, but when, I, when we're paying this kind of price, everything needs to be perfect. And it's for like per se. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I OK. I rented an apartment uh, flashback to my former life to someone who worked at I think he worked at Liberna Dean. He was a waiter and he made like 120 K. Oh, for sure. Mm. Yeah. It was like when I was a waiter and um, I was on the crew (laughs) that served Barack Obama. Um, Although I didn't actually get to see him. There was like a teacher that got to fucking see him and and people who just buzzed around and that kind of sucked. But um, I was around and uh, but they I remember we were lined up. I worked at a very trendy at the time Harlem restaurant, which maybe people can guess. I don't know. Which is the 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 name of it is similar to Crimson Cock, if I recall. <laughs> yeah, which is not a gay club in <laughs> that is closed. Um, yeah, Crimson Cock. Uh, but they were basically gave us all a speech. It's like if anything hit. Uh, if y- you you might drop something, that's fine. But if it hits the floor, you're fired. That for the exact words. It's so Downton Abbey, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I like, mean, what holy century shit. are we in? Yeah. Wow. Although I will say that when the the king and queen come to dine in the Downton Abbey movie, the the kind of uh, I forget his the character's name, but the kind of awkward. Uh, under Butler, he kind of makes a huge faux pas, but everybody kind of looks shocked, but then they laugh it off. Oh, so, you know, they can be sometimes when you're, again, as I said, the upper classes have a certain connection with the lower classes. It's it's the bourgeoisie's faux pas that are truly offensive. Oh, I see. Uh, speaking oh, of which, I cannot wait for the Gilded Age starting on HBO in a couple mm-hmm. of weeks. 
Oh, yeah. Who's going to be in that? Do you tell, do you know? Christine Baranski. Baranski oh, my God. <laughs> and apparently and- she went up to Julian Fellows. Uh, when when uh, she was up for like a good wife or something um, at the Golden Globes and she was up against uh, Maggie Smith <laughs> for Downton Abbey and Maggie Smith took it. So apparently Christine Baranski, probably because it was the Golden Globes and when they were still reputable okay. and she'd had a couple drinks, she went up to Julian Fellows and she said, well, it's really unfair that these British actors always get to dress up in these fabulous costumes. I'm just Pea green with envy is apparently what oh, she wow. said. So he, re- I guess they stayed in touch, and uh, I guess so. And now, now she, she gets to be. She planted the sea for the yep. pea. Yeah. And now Seed. she gets to be in a frilly, a frilly like yes. lace costume. Yep. Uh, Cynthia Nixon is also in it. Yep. There's uh, a young black from- woman in it that apparently is a major role. So it'll be interesting to see how they fold that in. Um, well, I love Gilded Age. Like, I love Edith Wharton and all that Gilded Age stuff. Yeah. It's so great that we're living through another one of them. The Age of In- the not the Age of Innocence. What am I thinking of? What's the one where, like, the one, the one who's just a total striver? House of Mirth. House of Mirth. Good God. That's a brilliant That's book. I'm brutal. Everybody should be obligated yeah. to, to read that one. It's very good. Yeah. And Edith Wharton was a vicious, like, class. Uh, Climbing. Very, yeah, she was very extremely wealthy, born into a very, very, very wealthy family, lived in Europe for a number of years when, of course, like all well-appointed Americans wanted to leave the trashy homeland. So there is a there's a sounds familiar. Yeah, there's a just stunning mansion here in Kansas City that's just been redone as a, the museum of the city of Kansas city. And um, they've tried to recreate some of the rooms, but in a minimal kind of really interesting way. But anyway, long story short, while the, this pile there, you know, their pile was being built. They spent nine months during the grand circuit of Europe. And mm-hmm. when it was done, they just came home to this like 16 room, you know, mansion. Yeah. It's so crazy. <laughs> Must be nice. Oh, that's they were what in I'm constant contact here. with the architect and the the um, <laughs> the landscaper via telegram to make sure everything was up to their specs. And it says when they arrived home, all the linen was folded into the drawers. <sighs> beds were ready to get into. You know, it was just. Yeah, they were incredibly wealthy, probably like um, operating coal mines and uh, railroads and crushing unions and like baby (laughs) bones. But at least their linens were nice. I mean, it's (laughs) it's kind of brutal, but happy days are here again. No, they're not. We have the exact same thing now. (laughs) Well, yeah, speaking of happy days, it's it's 2022, by the way. Yeah, I know. Crazy noticed wait is it and 21 or 22 February. hang on what is it's it 2022 baby what? No. what which we already had our new year's episode we already said our happy new year's oh good god and well speaking we of talked new about years, yeah we should talk about well i'm doing health and beauty and what i chose to do is 12 fitness trends for 2022 oh so how exciting i have to ask you guys i need them all uh, me too do you are you did you do exercise resolutions for the new year? Mm, no, I did no resolutions whatsoever. Keeping I my expectations did. low. 
I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know if they're as formal as, I mean, what, how, how do you, how do you determine if it's a resolve? Like I resolve to, you have to say it out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel like you do. You have to have to know what in particular. Yes. <laughs> or I write resolve. it down, put it on your vision board. If I hear yeah. fucking vision board one more time, I swear to God. I have a vision board. Please. I do. I do too. And I found an app that's kind of cool. A constant can... reminder of like what you're not achieving, like staring at you. No, thank you. I'm a believer in them, whether, you know, I, I, I do think vision boards are helpful. I do think imagining the things you want is helpful. Call it the secret. Call it just planning. You know, do you, you do um, visualizing? It's not magical. Do I do. do visualizing. I yeah. do. That's cool. I would, I'd yeah. like to do that. I think it's a good exercise just in imagination. Sure. Also too, like when you're a kid, daydreaming was so, is wonderful. Vivid, real, you know, yeah. full. Our imaginations yeah. were so powerful. Like, I mean, well, I mean, who, who knows what anybody else's imagination is like, but I, I, I do remember as a child dreaming up whole, I still do it. I mean, my imagination is, is strong, but I, I think I, 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 no one ever told me to stop doing that, or I never felt a need to stop doing that. We're all artists. That's kind of helpful. Yeah, so. I think it is. Mm -hmm. In fact, this is, this is going to remind me to like, actually daydream. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Happily there. <laughs> my imagination is you know what we do unbounded. I mean, I can't say enough about my, I'm my, I'm my <laughs> imagination's number one fan. <laughs> I stand my imagine after Pete Wells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, do you guys, do you guys exercise every, can I ask you guys a little exercise questions? Do you guys exercise every week? Yeah. I, I, I'm I've been sporadic. I'm trying to get back into it because I tennis elbowed myself, as I've mentioned before on the podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm trying to be a little I've lost my rhythm that I had going, which was me and my little weights bouncing yeah. up and down in this office that I'm in right now. And um, and then my aging body betrayed me. It happens. Um, Kim, are you, you, you're pretty active there. It seems like, like you hike. Yeah. You... Um, but I, I had like, you asked about a resolution and I, I had resolved to lift weights. Um, because you know, that's something when I was like a gym rat, which I haven't been since COVID, um, I did all the time. And especially as you get older women, you, see our earlier podcast yes. <laughs> there's bone loss and stuff so yeah. weightlifting is good for that I, yeah I, and I jump rope I, I exercise every day I do something every day yeah um I was I was devastated recently because I was reading like it's like well this being at a standing desk does that like count as exercise and I was like you're only burning you know 40 more calories than if you were sitting and I was like <laughs> Yeah, bitch, but I'm standing up like a. Yeah, you know what? Like, I'm so my glad. My posture is better. My, you know. As a person who uh, used to work in offices, um, I feel like the standing desk people were, were so superior, you know? Yeah. Just like. No, we're not. Down at you. Sitting at your desk. And they're, <sighs> 
look, this is the equivalent of me running a half marathon today, Kim. And you're just sitting there in your fat ass. Like I always hated that because, and then I try and stand and I'm like, this is miserable. I'm getting varicose veins. Like it's yeah. miserable. You know, so. I didn't you realize get, it that it's a learning curve kind of thing. And you have to have good support. Oh, OK. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that workplaces would offer them and you would have superior smug standards yes. looking down on the people yes. sitting. Although I think it is a very good point that you are not getting varicose veins and they're about to have blue throbbing like <laughs> um, tr- tree branches all over their legs. Well. Here's the next, here's the next, can I just say, here's the next step in my standing desk saga. Yeah. It's a little, you can buy a little um, treadmill. That's so stupid. Mm -hmm. Nope, it's not. Really? This same article article said that if you really want to like maximize your standing desk situation, because even if you're walking slow, you know, it's not like you're running and trying to touch. Right. Oh my God. God. You're just like strolling. You're just like sauntering. You're getting your like. 1500 miles of walk. What is it? What do they want now? 10,000 steps. I think it's down to 7,500. It's been adjusted downward. Um, Okay. Well, I'm so glad you mentioned wearable technology because guys for the health and beauty episode, which I'm always excited to do uh, (laughs) because when people look at me, they think health and beauty. Unfortunately, Um, it's a podcast. So they don't have to look at you. (laughs) This is true. Um, just envision like I'm a, I'm paragon a of uh, athleticism. Tall woman with like a six pack. You have no idea. <laughs> um, I just want to be pretty. Give me your potions. Give me your serums. Even your unwinds. But that perfect workout, baby. Oh no, I can't. I just want to be pretty. So anyway, I went on the the World Wide Web to look for the. Uh, trends, the fitness trends of 2022. And um, I found it on something called the Glow Fox blog. Very reputable. (laughs) Very reputable. Very reputable. Whoa. Okay. We've just alienated somebody else. Probably. And if you're Glow Fox, call call us. Is it it Mr. or Ms. Glow Fox? It's, um, It's just Glow Fox dot com blog okay so here here are the trends number one hybrid gym memberships hybrid memberships (laughs) many traditional gyms are noticing that members want to have the option to work out either online or in person okay people are you getting your hybrid gym membership you better because glow fox says it's a trend. I have hey, to number- say, this is true. I, I just I have a, a personal anecdote, which is I gave my parents a crunch membership online for Christmas. That's they, so they've been using. Yeah. My mom, especially. And you can do all these classes and stuff. And yeah. Hang on. Oh, it's online. You mean it's like online classes provided by crunch? Yeah. Oh, OK. But yeah. then they could also go to the gym itself if they want to. Um, well, I don't know. I just got them the online portion because I don't think crunch is where they are, but yeah, it, because of this online program, they can just, that is so fun. Is your mom doing it? It's so unfortunate that your, your mom can't experience the famed crunch 
fabulous customer service for which it's known. Yeah. Oh, I I was a member of Crunch for a little while and I cannot remember. I used to go, you guys, this is this was me in New York in my early 30s. I would go and vacantly get on a Stairmaster and watch the Kardashian show. <laughs> it was an excuse for you to watch it. You would only 100%. watch it on the stage. Yes. Did that 100%. make you? Did it make you so angry that you just climbed faster? It would make me feel brain dead. Like I felt like that character in the Infinite Jest. You know when they all watch the videotape and then they like are no longer human. That's yeah. I would like. I would feel myself drooling. Like. I was mesmerized. I was transfixed. One thing I loved about that show is they were always eating. Like I, I really, that's one thing I have to give them props for. Like those, they liked to eat, which I thought was really great for like young women to see. They yeah, enjoyed really normal. Well, how do you yeah, keep, they, how do you keep normal. butts that size? If you don't keep, you know, you got, you, you do have to feed the butt. It's yeah. they, they fed the butt and I yeah. would be like, I would be vacantly looking at the union square crunch at Kim Kardashian <laughs> eating salads. Oh God. Was that one with a, was that one with a DJ? I believe that one had a DJ. Probably. Yeah. Okay. So number two, number two trend. Is everybody listening? <laughs> it's wellness tracking wearable technology. Mm. Wearable tech and activity trackers continue to be a big trend for 2022, but they are going beyond fitness. Okay. <gasps> This year, many smartwatches and fitness trackers are adding features that delve into metrics like body temperature, stress levels, sleep, and heart rate. Do you guys have any wearable technology? I, it, it goes against my ethos of like wearing anything other than clothes. Okay. Um, I had a Fitbit for a while and I always see those Instagram ads for like, I don't know what it's an app or something, but it tells you if you like farted in your sleep or talked in your sleep, but it's like sleep tracking technology. Yeah, I have, I do have an app like that on my phone as well. And I did not like what, what I recorded. I did not enjoy it. (laughs) Your app was like, you had 55 parts. Stop eating beans. It's like it's like snore, 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 fart, fart, snore, snore, snore. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, I have a funny story about the uh so that you a couple of years ago, West Virginia, the West Virginia uh teachers went on strike. They was a wildcat strike. They did it in de- in defiance of their leadership. And the reason that they did it, what finally set them off was that in order to uh, keep their health plan, their insurance. They all had to get Fitbits, <laughs> and out of pocket. Like, uh, yes, and that the their rate of insurance would depend on like the data from the Fitbit. Which Whoa. I always thought was, isn't that fucked up? And I always thought that was yes. hilarious. Like a bunch of overworked West Virginian <laughs> teachers being like. Well, I ain't gonna fucking get a Fitbit. (laughs) (laughs) I did not realize that. Yeah, that's very funny. Um, Okay, number three. You know what? I bet you if they'd been given them bedazzled Fitbits, that would have been another Denim jean Fitbits. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, God bless them for striking. Okay, number three. Are you guys ready? (laughs) So ready. Yes, waiting. Okay, I know exercising 
outdoors. <laughs> wow. Whoa. I know. Innovation. They have gone above and beyond at Glow Fox. <laughs> People are spending more time outdoors. And with the closure of gyms, many members went to their local outside space for their workouts. UK gym chain, Pure Gym, conducted a survey based on Google searches to spot the latest fitness trends or fads. They found out the reverse running and stroller fitness are climbing the list of popular searches. So are you guys exercising outdoors? Kim, you must be. I do. I do exercise outdoors, but I, but I, I do a lot, like also in my bedroom with weights and a mat. Oh, okay. But, yeah. I'm obsessed like- with the people who work out outdoors. I well, yeah. love those like little workout stations that are set up along like running tracks. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like, you can do like you can do push-ups and yeah, and they'll be yeah. like, but there'll only be like a certain part of the body, so you have to do like the whole. You'll run for a bit, and then you'll stop. The circuit, and like another, yeah, yeah. And it's a circuit, and I'm like, I always, I'm like, I never see anyone using them, and I need to see somebody using them. Oh, you need to I used them. to. The only dude I've seen doing anything like that was a barrel chested old gentleman in a park <laughs> lifting up a boulder that he just found on the side of the trail. Is he single? Do you, do you remember? <laughs> he sounds they amazing. have those at the beach here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People. And there's also there's this <laughs> there's this huge stump of like driftwood at my local beach that gets moved around. Like one day I was like, I'm going to do some like, you know, actual heavy lifting, like, you know, one with nature. And so I'm like rolling this thing from palm tree to palm tree. And it's like 200 pounds. And um, I think I got it to one palm tree. And then I just sat down Kim, you are to the bar behind me and got a beer and like, yeah. Did you have the Rocky music playing in the background? I felt I heard it like, like, but I always see it moved around, but not far because that thing is really freaking heavy. That's um, amazing. You need yeah. to, we need to, Glow Fox needs to contact you like stat. They do. <laughs> All right. Okay. Are you guys ready? Number four. Four out of what? Four Four out of what? (laughs) Out of a (laughs) hundred. Strap in. Strap in. Because our time is rapidly dwindling and I got to get to rolling uh, driftwood around. I know. Number four. (laughs) Are you guys ready? This might be my favorite. Low impact exercise. Okay. Low impact as popular as high impact exercise is that's my dog doing low impact exercises behind us there's a space for low impact exercise to grow workouts like rowing yoga and pilates are perfect for strengthening but are much less harsh on the body and pure bar which is the largest bar studio franchise focuses on small movements that result in big changes i'd actually like to do that pure bar Mm seen that in New York, there was a studio and I remember it's a pure bar and you would see them in there and they had like the window open to the public. Just it looks cool. Look how toned our asses are. Like, I know. That's unacceptable. Oh, I God. think it's good really marketing. displaying, like it's one thing, okay, so uh, I think it's the American Ballet, uh, what is it called? The, the, oh, it, Alvin Ailey? 
Was it? Oh, maybe it is Alvin Ailey. When they on Eighth or Ninth Avenue, they opened up that new yeah. studio, and it, like yeah. you can yeah. you can watch the because those are like the epitome of fitness and beauty and grace. And it's like, yeah, I want to see these people, even if they fuck up. Like it's still incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. But do I want to see like? Well, more like, do I want a passerby to see me drenched in yeah. sweat, even from small movements <laughs> like, um, <laughs> and trying um, to like conceal that I just farted by casting like a nasty look at somebody else? Oh, God, um, they can't hear through the glass. Who am I to deny the public such a such a work of art? Right. Um uh yeah it's that's tricky that reminds me quickly of when the standard opened the standard hotel do you guys oh remember god this? oh yeah and they were having people having sex, having sex yeah in their like glass hotel rooms and it was all like models and you know jake gyllenhaal yeah. and an ass- yeah. assistant uh a yeah, PA. Exactly. Jake <laughs> yeah. And, like actually and, that would have been like jake gyllenhaal taylor swift era maybe yeah um Wow. Can you imagine a bunch of T Swift fans like <laughs> looking up crying as uh, Taylor Swift got pegged? You guys. Aren't there some people that you, there's some people I cannot imagine having sex and she's, she's one, of, one them. of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 She's not sexy in no, my humble opinion. Just nothing. I mean, no, no, no. Extremely no. attractive person with no sex appeal. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's no heat there, right? Yeah. No. Um, Just white person sadness. I relate. <laughs> Do you think that Britney Spears is is sexy? Yes, because she's a mess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think she's sexy because yeah. she's she's completely unpredictable. She is, you don't know what she's going to say. Like, I, yeah, a little bit of, yeah. I don't want to say, I don't want to be ableist by saying crazy, but you know what I mean? She's, she's very talented. She is. Um, and I also want yeah, to say yeah, I that. Yeah, I think she's definitely sexy. And I, I also want to say that I think she's sexy because I don't, look, don't come at me, Britney Spears. What's the, what's her mob called? I don't think she's pretty. Oh yeah. I just think I you know, I think she Yeah, no, uh, that's that's it, the the converse can happen just like Taylor Swift can be yeah. really attractive and not be sexy. Of right. Course. Admit, she's not naturally I'm, pretty. She's just kind of done up yeah. to be pretty. But I agree with Kim sort of the the absurdity of everything else is what kind of is magnetic. Yeah. I'll admit so. I'm always doing the makeovers on her in my mind i'm always giving her a bob i'm i'm always i want her to try some pants that are above her pubic bone and yes my number one request but i mean honestly she's britney she does whatever the the f she wants that's true that's what yeah you know fair enough fair enough speaking of speaking of things that are happening in 2022 i did see an article a few days ago about it bad fashion trends that are coming back. And one of them was like the low rise and the thong peeking out. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And even the, the pants the, with the built-in thong pe- peeking out. Oh, That's sorry. Bi- sorry. Built-in thong? Built-in, built-in jean thongs. Okay. I'm going to send you a picture. 
and we're going to put this in our episode notes. Okay. I just, do. you guys, I can't do it. Like, <laughs> I, I know. And we know what? We beg. If you you're doing pure do bar, you should <laughs> have no compunction. Can you imagine you show up at 3 a.m. tomorrow morning? Oh and you're, my God. you're like, I just came from the bar. Like, <laughs> I know. Can you imagine me walking around the campus with my thong pant? Uh, <laughs> God. Um, okay, oh. let me let me zip through this. Number five, okay, inclusive fitness. Cultivating a diverse and inclusive fitness industry will continue to be an underlying theme for gyms, fitness studios, and even fitness apps. From your instructors to workout styles, as a business owner, it's your responsibility to create a diverse environment. Okay. That's good. Everybody's welcome. You know, everybody can work out no matter what body type, no matter who you are. Let's celebrate that. Okay. Number six, mini workouts. Mini workouts are for the people who don't have 45 minutes to spare to dedicate to a workout. That's what I've been doing. I pioneered those last year during the pandemic. Very nice. I have the five five or 10 minutes. Yeah. Five or 10 minutes long that you can spread throughout your day, like snacks, have a snack, do five minute workout, have a snack. What about if you're having a snack can be your five minute workout. I have you really aggressively. Yeah. You're your next level, Kim pioneering right over here. That's what I thought. Number seven, high intensity interval training. AK. No, next. Next. No, yeah. yeah. This has been around for a while. Is this now enjoying a a resurgence of that's what Camila's friend said to do, like do the bands where you like your your muscles. No, 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 no. He that's like an eight minute workout. One done. Okay. Number eight, mind body. Moving into 2022, there will likely continue to be a big focus on holistic fitness programs and mind-body practices. Is that just like imagining you worked out? Like, yeah, meditating? Exactly. Exactly. That and Tai Chi. I would love to do Mm. Tai Chi. Um, Him and I did Tai Chi for at least one semester, if not two. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. In uh, acting school. It's basically continuous movement. Isn't that it? Mm -hmm. Effectively, Tai Chi. It's continuous yes. movement and then being lightly touched by a maybe perverted teacher once in a while <laughs> in the lower back. <laughs> that's like my, my, that's my memory of Tai Chi. My cup my of tea. tea. Um, I always thought it was so beautiful when you saw in New York, mainly in the Chinese community, you saw Chinese, older Chinese people doing it. it Yeah, definitely. Very very elegant, very beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, number nine, outdoor personal training. As the blah, 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 outdoors, okay, with another person telling you to go faster. We get it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Number 10. Screaming at you to go faster. Screaming at you. No pain, no gain, Jen. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Burn it up, grab that tree stump that's 200 pounds and roll it to the palm tree. We get it. Okay. How number can I 10. roll it when I'm collapsed on the ground like a slug? I know. Uh, smart home gym. Smart home gym equipment was already trending before the pandemic. You know, uh, Pelotons. And um, I guess there's one thing that's under $400. Great. If you're poor, good luck. Um, number 11, fun group fitness classes. Hold on. This doesn't end at 10? 
Wait, no, it ended. Uh, it's eleven and twelve. Saturday's okay. hundred. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm keep. We're gonna be here until until I go to work at three a.m. Uh, eleven fun group fitness classes. We're seeing classes like trapeze. That would be really fun. Roller skating and trampoline. Oh. Thanks to TikTok, weighted hula hoop exercises appear to be back on the scene. Ooh. So that's really fun. And then number twelve, final thing movement as medicine in the fitness landscape. One of the biggest shifts we're seeing is that fitness is going beyond achieving the perfect bikini body. It's about moving your body and living a healthier life. Bullshit. It's all about the bikini. It's about the gram. (laughs) It's about the gram and it's about the talk. I I feel like you really derided glow fox but i think they pulled it off here i mean it was seemed well written See, did, I, I you, you did i, I think you, you owe an apology to does glow fox really not have a byline at all like nobody wrote this other than glowfox.com it's just glow fox that's what they're called anyway thank you glow fox okay so hashtag everybody hashtag glow fox look it up it's give, called Powering the Future Fitness. I yeah, think give them give them some the likes. Firm. Give them some loves. Yeah. Um, um, glow but only after you've given us likes and loves. I mean, know your priorities, right? Like only after you've dropped and given us 20 emails. <laughs> <laughs> the 13th fitness tip for 2022 is use your fucking fingers to leave us a glowing reviews on Apple Podcasts. Five yeah. stars um, only. Yeah. Uh, if that doesn't work out, then use Spotify or whatever other podcasting, like bottom tier. Pod- no, no, they're all great. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I'm antagonizing <laughs> our listeners here when I'm, I want them to, to, to leave a review. Yeah, seriously. Um, Five crunches, please. Mind only. and body, mind and holistic, holisticness, mind and body. Yes. Yeah. So everybody, um, everybody get out there. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> with your personal trainer, with your personal trainer, visualize yeah. yourself fit. If, if you don't have yeah. one, just get the Chris Hemsworth app where he's easier personal trainer on that. Really? Um, yes. Um, so you too can look like Thor. Oh, wonderful. And, um, yeah. And uh, not, a, not an advertiser, but Chris, uh, or any of the Hemsworths that are listening, even the one who was in uh, Westworld um, that sadly wow. nobody ever talks about because he's not as attractive, but he's a good actor. So he really should get a lot more credit. Uh, anyway, I digress. Uh, <laughs> Somebody's got a big Chris Hemsworth uh, a crush. I think you should send him your fart in a jar, Camilo. Yeah. You, Chris Hemsworth. And uh, <laughs> what did you what did you call Superman? Um, Witcher, I don't know. Henry, Henry 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 Cavill, Cavill, as you said. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth and Henry Cavill, like K-I-S-S-I-N-G. That's yum. I'd watch that porno. I'll subscribe to that OnlyFans page. (laughs) Sign me up, baby. OnlyFan. Um, (laughs) follow us on the things. Um we might post thirst traps of Henry Cavill and Chris Hemsworth. Who knows? At yeah. uh, halfway there, the podcast, whatever it takes, really. At halfway there, the podcast. Yeah. And uh, if you want to reach out to us, Kim, what should they do? You should email us with your hot little hands um, at halfway there 
thepodcast at gmail.com. Excellent. That's right. Excellent. Excellent. And again, it's a lot of letters to type. It's a great workout for 2022. Micro workout. Yep. It's a low impact. It's a micro workout. And on that, keep it tight and keep it. Okay. Keep it perky. Yeah. Till next time. Bye. Bye. This has been halfway there, but it's also the end the end of this episode of Halfway There. You get it.